Hello. Hello. Industry. 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 Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics. Well, oh boy. Let me do another take of that. It sounded like a weasel there. Hi, welcome back. Friendly Rich here. Hope you're having a nice day. Um, on the podcast today is none other than Tara Hazelton. We talk about her early days coming up uh, in Calgary and um, doing work with the Loose Moose Theatre folks and uh, then going to New York and Toronto and um, connecting with the likes of Jeff Healy and so many amazing musicians here in Toronto. And then moving recently in the last five years out to... Uh, Back out to the Alberta, B.C. area, Crow's Nest Pass. Um, I'm playing at the end of the month again, starting up with the Lollipop people on the last Sunday of every month at the legendary Cameron House. So if uh, if you're interested, go to FriendlyRich.com for all of my upcoming uh, dates, performances coming up this year. And I hope to see you out there. Please come say hi if you if you're able to come to these shows. Very excited to uh, to be performing with the Lollipop people and so many others this year. It's going to be a fantastic year. Very excited about news that's coming shortly. Follow me on Instagram at Friendly Rich. And um, boy, do we get into it here from her studio in Crow's Nest Pass, Alberta. This is my discussion with none other than Tara. Hazelton, episode 160 of Industry Tactics. Enjoy. to zoom so i'm just doing can you see me i see your kitty cats there you are there you are hello good to see you again hey look i i'm recording uh i see that it warned me i'll pause it sorry sorry. (laughs) no that's okay oh my gosh from where do we find you today tara hazelton Hello. Um, I'm sitting in my tiny house. I live in a tiny house, which is awesome. That's in, fun. Um, yeah, it's amazing. In a town, well, should I tell everyone exactly where it is? Well, they're I not, yeah. In, in a beautiful area called Crow's Nest Pass. Crow's and Nest Pass, in yes. In the mountains okay. in southern Alberta, like just a it hot is... and a jump from Fernie. A lot of people know Fernie. I'm very close to Fernie or um, Waterton. Um, you know, Frank Slide, the most famous rock yeah. slide in Canadian history. I yeah. live a few minutes from where the mountain came down. Oh yeah. my god. I okay. live right okay. in wow. the process path. It's absolutely beautiful. It's Whoa. 
Whoa. Mm. And if you look up Tara on, say, Instagram, you're going to find your Instagram is Tara Don, not D-A-W-N, Hazleton. You will get a glimpse into everything. I do love to hike around here. Hiking. Um, So there's a lot of nature on my Instagram, but it's one of the Mm. reasons I live here. It's just a gift to be able to be in the forest. I live in the forest and it's amazing. Yeah. Does it, does it freak (laughs) you out at times to be like, Oh my God, I'm running out of logs or like what, what, what do you, what are your, what are your panics? Like my ability to run out of logs. That's a very low thing that that would happen. (laughs) There's a lot of logs around here for what I use very little logs. I do have a lot of fires. It's a big part of living here. I love having yeah. a good old fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, there's there's no danger that we're running out of logs here just yet. Okay, good, good. And <laughs> uh and and so how how long have you been out there at Crow's Pass Nest? Crow's like, Nest Pass. It's like the nest the crows in with its Crow's baby. Nest Pass. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, the Crow's Nest Pass. Um, I came out here in April of 2019. So, oh, okay, okay. For some reason, to, I thought it was longer. Um, okay. No, it'll be four years this April. So it's not even four wow. years yet. We did the um Rotman's Hat Shop, the Hogtown Syncopators. The, um, we put out our record in like. March and then I yeah. moved away in April. So okay. it was a bit sad about that. So but yeah, yeah, that was almost four years ago now. And yeah. You, you were you were sad about that because industry tactics when you <laughs> when you put a record out. Yeah. You don't you don't, you don't run. You, 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 you cut yeah. and ran, I guess. <laughs> I eh? did. Yeah. I, I didn't know, I, the band, no, I, I know. I, I had know. to move away. And that was an emotional moment for you, I remember. Um was also my 40th birthday so it wow was so okay just... okay what um who are in the hogtown syncopators let's go through it uh the besties, the besties. yeah um well of course drew jureka on you got violin. drew jureka on violin drew you got uh jay danley on guitar um okay. richard whiteman on piano wow there's a band on snare and vocals and then james thompson on bass and wow um yeah, in the first iteration of the band, Mike Daly played with us for many years as well in the beginning of the band. Um, and so total, it was like 17 years or something we played together. Holy and the shit. last 11 years of that, we played every Friday at the Rex, which is a place Whoa. I miss. I miss yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I miss that. Like, you know what, Richard? Mm-hmm. On my computer, and even though I have an, a, a newer <laughs> computer now, like they talk to each other or something because all your old stuff that is still there, it's like, a, mm-hmm. oh, I still get every Friday a little calendar. Oh, no. I guess I could change it. No, I've never taken it off because it's like, when I oh. first moved here, I needed it to hold on to wow. in the first couple of years. And now it's Aww. just like this beautiful, like, and the last album, it's like a beautiful postcard, mm-hmm. like picture mm-hmm. of like who we were and are. And I miss, yeah, I miss those guys. I miss those gigs. For um, sure. Hey, let's cut to some music from the Hogtown <laughs> What do you want to cue up here? Well, I forget. Um... You didn't even send me anything from the Hogtowns. Who cares? We'll get it later. Like, I forget what's on that record. No, I don't forget what's on that record. But, oh, you know what would be great? 
Yes. Because my buddy Jay from that band and I were yeah. we're playing we're like um hanging out online making some stuff and he oh, wrote cool, most cool. of the music on that album. Oh uh, wow. anything that wasn't a standard was uh composed by Jay. So there's a blues on there called Turnaround is Fair Play that Jay wrote that's on that Hogtown's record. Yeah. Here it comes from 2019. <laughs> Turnaround yeah. is fair play. Let's 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 hear it now. This is uh, from Jay Danley wrote this. Yeah. The Hogtown Syncopators. Sell me something you just can't deliver So crawl on back to what's her name And tell her you forgive her Well, I'm telling you, baby I'm stepping out on you today Just like you've been doing to me Cause turn around is fair play You come around to see me About every other night Then you slither right on back to her that's alright, I'll find a new friend To keep me smiling through the day I ain't angry, I'm just saying Turn around is their play Want me to quench your thirst I don't mind But now you better go on And call ahead first I'll see you baby I'll pencil you in someday Now don't you go on Pout little boy Cause turn around is fair play If I stay with you, I'm only gonna get me half a man You know it's true, baby How you make your bed, you got to lay I'm gonna tell you one more time Turn around is fair play I'm only gonna tell you one more time Turn around is fair play Wow that is, that is such a beautiful tune. So that was, is that Jay on guitar then? Yes. And who's playing violin? That's Drew Jareka himself on violin on that track. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, that's nice. What a nice start. You know what, Tara? Richard. Sometimes the conversations just flow. And this is one of them. Like, uh, like a, like a bu bubbling brook in <laughs> crow's nest 
Pass. Yes. Oh, you should come here and I'll show you lots of beautiful babbling uh, brooks and waterfalls. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. So how so you're near so you're in British Columbia? I'm right on the border. I'm still in Alberta. Okay. It's I'm Alberta. Right, okay. It's right on the on the border. Like I okay. can you can throw a stone and be in BC. So it's uh Love yeah. it, love it. Turn but around is fair play. Because it's like literally, you know, like 20 kilometers that way you're in bc and Whoa. it's like gas oh. is way more expensive so oh where maybe. where on your side or on their side no on the bc side yeah. it's more expensive okay. so like when okay. i go to the gas station i have to wait oh. for all these bc guys to be oh man wow so that's how close it is it's very, See, very close. the little cultural things that you don't really pick up on uh in <laughs> in other parts of canada right like so it's a drastic difference in gas price Wow. Between our provinces, yeah. yeah even yeah. though on the border here, like it's crazy, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, you grew up in Calgary, right? Yeah. So, according to your Wikipedia, which is so, I don't know who makes those things. We don't know. We don't know. A lot of misinformation. Yeah. Notice, and I don't. Anyway, I'm really like a luddite. I'm like, I don't know how to fix it. No, uh, I, I'm not. Um, I don't think you, but, you need to. I'm from Cranbrook, BC, which is two hours from where I live that way into oh. the BC side. So I'm from Cranbrook and then went to Calgary after okay. uh, when I was 10. So really, okay. I did kind of grow up in Calgary. And um, but I'm from so where I'm living right now is wow. in the middle between Cranbrook and Calgary, which is oh. one of the reasons I came here. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I remember well, when you were when you were leaving. It was a big step for you. You were. Did you? Was it? It was something to do with like it was an emotional thing, from what I recall. We don't need to get into it, but it was it was a family family stuff. <laughs> what right? kind of podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you it's can, the podcast. I mean, you left, you know. Yeah, no. Um, it was a lot of reasons. I guess is yeah. that what you're asking me? Why I left Toronto when I did? Or in well, yeah, what? Uh, sure. Can you please repeat the question, sir? Yeah, um, no, no, that's about that, right. That's about yeah. right. Yeah. What? What? What drew you back there? Like right smack back where it kind of you straddling between these two provinces. What? What drew you back in 2019? Well, if if I was going to go anywhere, it was going to be back to Alberta because oh. obviously this is where I grew up. My family is here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then when it was like coming down to deciding to sort of leave it all, it was like, if I'm going to leave, like Toronto is a pretty rad city, like mm-hmm. everything you could need or ever want. Right. Like mm-hmm. you love Toronto. I love mm-hmm. Toronto. I lived yeah. there for 20 years and 20 years. So, wow. Yep. Yeah. Ex- almost like exactly. I moved there right when I was 19 and turned 20 and left. Right oh, yeah. Oh my God. Wow. That's um, fun. That's yeah, fun. It's nuts. So um, I was like, if I leave this, which kind of, even though it was becoming harder and more of a struggle, like there was shifts yeah. in the industry and things had changed. And, oh, right. you know, it, I was singing 1930s jazz, like primarily, like not doing any. And so it was just, it became harder for me to exist in the bubble alone that I existed in as an artist. Yeah. And I just financially, it was just getting out of yeah. control. Like I was like, yeah. ah. So it, I was like, if I'm going to move and leave somewhere so awesome where I actually have access to the kind of work I do and can at least rustle up a gig, if, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it's di- that doesn't exist when you live in a small town like right. that. Kind of, right. And like, 
dealer auditions and like just like that the the machine part of it the track that you're on and the you know the the being out at other people's gigs the the you know like networking all of the things that are part of being working in those scenes it's like that doesn't exist so i was like if i move somewhere and leave all the like you know the whatever you can call that security or stability that's another conversation but leaving that right behind even was like it has to be for somewhere that is going to be really healthy for me mm-hmm. in another really important way and where I was Good. at in Good. my life and all the variables which we don't have to get into mm-hmm. um all added up to the sum of me a needing to get out of the city I couldn't afford it and also needing um I don't know how to explain it just a stimulus break Oh, like, wow. That, well, just, you just did explain like, it. Like yes, all of it. it. Like, did that yeah, make yeah, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. sound, lights, people, <laughs> smell, movement, yeah. the, the yep. grunt, like all of it smells exactly. It was just like, I, yeah, there was, and so I was like, if I go somewhere and it has to be somewhere I can afford. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I know two hours away from like my home city where like wow. my, my, that my film, the film family that I'm very lucky to be a part of are yeah. like based in Alberta and all of that. It was like wow. my, my mom, my brother, my yeah. stepdad, yeah. like live, my parents are aging. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to live in Calgary. Like I, I'm yeah. not going to move back to another city where I'm going to be pulling my hair out going, right, right, right. Start scratching a jazz scene that I'm not like everyone's be like, oh great. Like yeah. We're, yeah. you know, there's not a million gigs for anyone anywhere. So it was like, right. do I want to do that and try to grind? I was like, yeah. no. If yeah. I leave Toronto, it has to be mm. to go somewhere cheap and somewhere beautiful. And I was Good like, for well, you. perfect because I get the nature that I needed for healing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like I could talk about for nine hours. Um wow. don't worry, guys, I won't. Um but <laughs> yeah. uh and also just that I could afford like the difference in living in where I live now in my tiny house. Like I have a 500 square foot, very adorable, beautiful house. I have a giant yard mm. looks at turtle mountain and wow, I'm wow. away from the forest. The river is across the street um, and it's tiny and it's humble and it's little and it, but what I have and what it costs me to have four walls that aren't attached to anyone. First yep. time in my adult life. And I'm wow. Jazz snap. Jazz snap for Tara Hazelton. I don't have anyone attached um, to a wall. And it's wow. affordable in a way yeah. that That's I could cool. not do it. And so then it's like figuring out, okay, so now how do I make a living and how do I make money? Yeah. But yeah, I kind of flipped it and went, I'm wow. going to make the place the priority and then figure out the work because I hoped I was at the point in one of yeah. my careers where I could maybe yeah. do that. And as opposed yeah. to making it about the work and living where the work has to be, I'm like, nope, the next yeah. chapter for yeah. me is I need to look at the mountains. I need yeah. to look at the I love forest. It. I love and it. And then just try to make a very humble living because I don't need to have stuff and i don't need big thing. i just so i'm like it's gotta be possible so i'm out here trying to wow. make that work for myself how has it um now okay this is leading to a few things for me like um one just quick like not nine hours but yes i want you to touch on i want you to touch on how 
Nature has helped heal. Um. Okay. Brain. Let's be succinct. Um. Well, the maybe I can just sort of explain it through a bit of tiny bit of experience, but. Mm -hmm. So essentially that like the first six months that I lived here, like I arrived, I drove across Canada. So I drove a car from Alberta to Toronto because my stepdad lent me an old vehicle to take, drove Sick. it to the city, went back, packed up the loft, packed yeah. up the records, put the cats in the car, whatever I could fit. Yeah. And then drove back. I drove okay. across by myself the second time with my two cats. Okay. And like, so when I arrived, I, I was not in a good way in yeah, any yeah. mentally, physically, none of it. And yeah. the first six months I would, I wasn't really super mobile. Walking was tough. Like there was a lot going on for me mm -hmm. and I would just drive up the, up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Up the mountain. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. all these different spots. You just stop and you're like, it's sitting on a mountain range. <laughs> and I would just drive up and have fires and sit by little brooks and make little fires right on the water. And damn, just cry and i just basically sat there and cried for six oh. months into the river and literally talked to trees i hugged come trees. I on them. i smelled them and i sort of self-therapized in a way i just wow. talked to the creatures in the forest i also finally really discovered meditation and how yep. nature was the first real way i could actually be able to meditate and get actually meditate and understand that wow. it took literally yeah. sitting in the river. I was mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and, wow. then, and then going from talking to nature too much to just yeah. being quiet. And then, and then I was like quiet mm. for like six months after that. I didn't cry Whoa. as much. And that's when I started like walking and hiking and moving and then really going for it. And just getting into wow. being in the forest and trying to be present. Wow. And so it's and like an evolving, it's, it, it's like an yeah. evolving relationship with the forest itself. Eh? here. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. That's wild. Yeah. And recently I, this past year, I haven't, I haven't been in nature like much since March because okay. I was working on a show and then also yeah. I really injured my arm and I had just had surgery recently. And it's oh. like, so okay. My relationship with nature, it's like, I've got like 8,500 voicemails and nature is like, where the fuck? And, what? No, no. Is oh, is that okay? Sorry, I realize I have a yeah, yeah, I know. swearing yeah. problem. It's good. It's good. It's good. But it's nature good. is basically like, you need yeah. to come back right now. And yeah. I'm finally starting to feel better and and, oh. about, and going, getting back into the Great. forest. But Great. I can say Great. like, to answer your question, how nature helped me heal is that... Mm -hmm. I realize I still don't know because it's mystical and it's magical and that's beyond me. But what I do know mm -hmm. is that when I don't take the medicine, mm -hmm. I'm not good yeah. in any facet of my life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and okay. with the world's anxiety now, it just seems yeah. like yeah. everything else. But when I take my nature medicine, yeah. I love I'm this. good. So that's this. literally number one is like yeah. where where I live is the number one thing. Yeah. Oh well, and it's cool. Like I like I I really love the path that you're on, and I'm I'm just fascinated by it. You know, kind of watching watching this evolution of of uh, you know you post online, and it's kind of it's fun to stay connected with your journey through that and through that lens, right? Like you post a lot yeah. of fun stuff, and it's it's um I want to know then like how how is it changed your 
by prioritizing and making this bold move that you made, Tiny House. I love that. Um, Tara's Tiny House and Stage. Tara's Tiny House and Stage. You have a it's porch. It's going to be a thing. Okay, well, no, okay. I've actually built a stage in my big backyard. Oh, shit. There's a stage. It's going to, I should, I don't, don't tell anyone yet. Yeah. yeah and I want to do house concerts oh, and great. house bands. And so, yeah, Tara's Tiny House and Stage. That's awesome. That's really, that's charming. And, okay, well, you're starting to answer my question then, basically. It's like, how have you changed your creative game now being out there and like how how do you stay creative and now and now kind of develop and grow continue to grow artistically you're you're kind of answering that with with that ambition of having a stage outside your tiny house so yeah so having a project for spring summer where i can host bands use it for my own play with my own bands like yes a lot of great musicians in alberta nbc and will they come out will people come will people come out to to the stage so my community is a very artistic beautiful community oh man there's so much art theater music everything here and i um i started crows in this past improv club because obviously improv is one of my passions and that's my the roots of where i really come from improv comedy improv of comedy yes yeah, well improv yeah, or theater. improv Spontane. theater yeah, yeah. And, right right um, right so exactly we yeah, gotta talk so about right. that we gotta talk about that okay well, i'm but, very but, excited yes. about that we haven't yes. we haven't relaunched since covid shut us down okay okay so that's been like it's now something for 2023 i'm like oh yeah so i want to get person improv club going again and wow, wow. teach improv and but this community is very artistic and very supportive and they have all <laughs> kinds of things all the time like it's such a beautiful little, little place where everyone just like plugged in and wants to do stuff and make stuff and it's Me- great is that is that where you came from? Kind of like you, so you said, um, you came from improv theater. Um, yeah, that's n- my like origin. What, it, not music then. No, like I'm an you- actor who has been pretending to be a singer for my whole singing career. Oh well, let's well, go back. And, Let- and that's not totally. I did go to school yeah. for music at one point, but way okay. later. Like okay. so, I where, where did you I've, go? Where did you go? Way later. Where did you go? Well, not way later. Well, when I was 14, that's when I started at Loose Moose Theater Company in Calgary, which is okay. where all the yeah. bar gang, we all started there. So I've been performing with those guys for 30 years. Holy since I was cow. Years old. So that's our alma mater, Loose Moose Theater Company. Keith Johnstone, who invented theater sports, like we studied with him since we were young people. I was 14. Oh. And then when I graduated high school, that's when I actually, I went to New York and I went to AMDA and I studied at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. So I was studying acting, but as well music. And that was the first time though I ever had, I never had music lessons as a kid. I never played an instrument, like nothing. Um, I always liked to sing and then did sort of musical theater shows in high school and was like, ooh, singing is great too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I was already studying acting and improv from the age of 14. And then music kind of happened because I went to AMDA and it was like a school where you want to be on Broadway, right? So I was singing and dancing. My school was like fame. Like that's what my school was like people running around in their dance leotards going from acting class to alexander technique class oh that sounds like that sounds like hell to me i went well yeah i wouldn't (laughs) want to do it now it's like that much but so So you're you're into that stuff eh like you've got the alexander technique or you've done you've come up through that yeah i i did enjoy dancing for many years but what happened at amda is that it exposed me for the first time to 
Gershwin. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time Machine and all the old. Yes. Uh, like, and so that was sort of my gateway drug into old jazz, which became the thing that I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. That jazz thing. But that yes. was, yes. Like, oh, I'm going to musical theater school. I was thinking wow. Broadway. And then I'm like, oh, but I kind of really just like singing this stuff. And what is this? And then when I left, I immediately came to Toronto. That was 19 when I got to Toronto. And how many how many years did you do at at Amda? Was it like a two year program? Just one. It was one year. Okay. Okay. I couldn't afford the second year. Wow. So I didn't. Good. Yeah. A a true artiste. So you came to Toronto. You came to Toronto. Well, my teachers were like the second year was mostly a performance year. Like you did all your uh studying the first year and then yeah. the second year is like the whole school gets cast and everyone has to be cast which means you're not guaranteed to be more than like second dancer back in back row for the big shows where all the broadway directors come and da, 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 and that's why you go to school in manhattan and right. this and that right right but right from my perspective like my teachers were like i did really well like my marks were great i did, yeah. really yeah. loved yeah. my acting classes all my and they were like just go home and work now oh wow. you know the situation was like i didn't come like i couldn't afford it and so they were like don't but they were very encouraging like whatever like just go home and go work do the thing yeah 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 and i was like yeah okay so i came straight from new york basically with a little stop in calgary yeah. to toronto and that's wow. when i got to wow. toronto but wow. musical theater is what got me my first taste of traditional jazz. And then uh-huh. I was only 23 years old when I met Jeff Healy and he had his traditional jazz band that I yeah. eventually joined. Right. It was like, I had only just started to love music and to, to want to be a singer and to try to sing and to like, because I had now gone to singing school a little bit and like had all that Broadway stuff and was ever, but then met this guy who like, was like, Oh, you like, old jazz yeah 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 Here, this is uh, how did you how did you meet how did you meet jeff healy do you remember oh, you know do you know the brunswick house yeah sure on um, bluer yeah right that yeah. venue that big bar yeah yeah so the brunny when melody ranch played there every saturday for like 20 years or something yeah. um when i first got to toronto it was like melody ranch was like packed 400 500 people every yeah. saturday it was the gig to go to in town, like Mary wow. Kaiser and Chris Wiley, yeah, oh God, yeah. Bitch Lewis. Like it was just the wow. best. Wow. Um, uh, uh, Burt Carroll on Pell Steel, oh, like wow. all the guys, yeah. all the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so Fun. Jeff would often go on Saturdays and sit in because they would mm-hmm. always have the second set was like with guests set, and obviously Jeff Haley could sit in whenever he wanted that he would. You're right. But so they were all buddies, obviously. So mm-hmm. I was just a Melody Ranch fan and they used wow. to let me get up and play oh. my like terrible, terrible. I'm like 20 years old and I just moved to the city. Uh-huh. Three chord or two chord awful songs in these amazing brilliant musicians like playing your little you know and they would let me and mary would let me wow eventually they started to let me sing more and more and would make suggestions oh you know so somebody Mm -hmm. would say you should learn this soul country tune Mm -hmm. you should Mm -hmm. learn this jazz tune Mm -hmm. and they got me singing and then jeff just happened to be there one saturday afternoon and i was up there singing yeah oh I'd like to meet that girl. Someone send her over to my table. Wow. 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 
Wow. Was that good? Like, did he help just open doors and just like, and, and, and was it a bit of an education for you too? Yeah. Oh, huge. Like I didn't know, I knew nothing about anything in terms of being a singer or being a musician. I went to musical theater school. So I had some, you know, singing training, but I, I didn't. And yeah, so he, was interested that I was interested in singing old jazz and he liked, yeah. liked my singing. Yeah. Even though what he heard me sing was like just my terrible little whiny, whatever I was singing. Gosh, holy knows. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, uh, and so he kind of was just like, you should come over. I have this record collection and invited me over to see his crazy record collection is 78s and all this old jazz. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're interested in this music and we would kind of just hang out and he would burn me CDs of oh. what of the records he was spinning as he oh. was spinning the 78s oh. he had a machine oh. would just digitize it and then he'd send me home with these CDs and be like and I had no idea that he was even considering me because he had started Jeff Healy's Jazz Wizards his jazz band at that point and was yeah. like starting that was the beginning of that whole chapter of his, of his life for him yeah. so yeah. I had no idea that essentially he was auditioning me to be the singer in the jazz band. And I oh, was the second wow. singer. I was a different singer for the first year of that band. And okay. then he hired okay. me shortly after he met me, but uh-huh. he gave me all these CDs and I would go home in my tiny apartment and listen to all these, hmm. you know, scratchy records. And, be like, what yeah. and I started to learn these tunes. And then um, he would invite me to sit in with the jazz wizards at the Rex. So that was the first time I was ever on the Rex stage too, is yeah. very young. Jeff invited me to sing like sugar blues or some blues or something. I don't know. And and then he eventually offered me a job. And so at 23, I got hired as Damn. a singer that was touring and doing lots wow. of dates. Wow. He produced my first record. So really for yeah, seven- he's all over he's all over your first record, yeah. Anybody's Baby, that came out in already in Oh my 20- gosh, I was a baby. 2024. He's all over that record. He produced it. Yeah. Yeah. He produced it. So he made the whole thing happen. So the jazz wizards play a bunch of tracks, my little band, uh, like Joe Poole and Chris Gale and William Sprandy were like, I had my own little jazz band by that point. So my band's on a couple tracks. And then he didn't tell me in advance, which was very smart that Marty Gross is on that record and Vince Giordano. So Marty Gross played with Billie Holiday, wow, like the sort shit. of like very old, older guitarist wow. from New wow. York because Jeff was recording his own record at the same time. Okay. So because he had these heavies uh, wow. in town, wow. he put them on one of my sessions. So I got three tracks, not even knowing that these, you know, Neat. so it was a big deal for me as a 23 year old. Like I was like, yeah. I just sang yeah. a song with the guy who played with Billie Holiday. Like how could, did, could, could we play, wow. could we play one of those tunes? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I don't want to listen to it. I'll go get a coffee. I, I mean, I actually, I do want to listen to it because I miss Jeff. It's hard for me to hear yeah. myself as a singer. Cause I funny, yeah. here's some tidbit about that recording session. We recorded that at liquid sound. I don't know if you ever went. No, I don't know that studio. That studio. Um, and Rings uh, it was so many horns. It was like five horns. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently Jeff was like, because Jeff had perfect pitch, right? Oh yeah, so do I. So I don't like to brag about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there yeah. you go. So you, yeah. he was like, when you wear headphones, you're slightly yeah. sharp. 
So he oh, okay, made okay. sing that whole record with no, no headphones. No headphones. And was that better for you? Was that no, better was, for you? Well, I had no experience. Okay. That was my okay. first time recording. Oh, but right. I suddenly was like, I can't hear myself at all. And I'm just wow. yelling into a microphone. But oh, well, 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 let's enjoy it. No, you're, his, you're painting, you're painting a picture. is amazing. He does some BB King style stuff on there. And he's like, hope you like that. Like, let's, oh, um, let's play the track. Uh, uh, let's, let's play. Let's do it. That features Jeff Healy. Uh, oh, the, Vince Giordano. Marty yeah. Marty yeah. Gross. Okay. Here it comes now. Let's do it. Oh. Mention 
bring me shed and roll red and shallow shows English souls That is fantastic. Um, so that's wow. Jeff Healy producing your first record, bringing in the heavies, Marty Gross, Dan Levinson, and yeah. Vince Giordano. Wow. Down on wow. his seat, wow. Melody Sachs. Yeah, wow. I was very, very lucky. And, uh, and that cool. only happened very because cool. they were there already in town working, but it was okay. a real okay. nice thing that he did that for me. And I got Isn't that experience. It? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so what do you, I mean, you probably take so many different things from, from that that's that's the education as well right is just oh. being in the room and and connecting with 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 these like jeff healy it's it's a historic thing in a lot of ways right like what do you what do you take from that now all these years you were almost 20 years after the mate the release of that record if you could believe it but like i know <laughs> what do you, what do you take from that i mean he's 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 left us for years now so what what when you think back on on those Jeff Healy days, like what what do you take? What do you carry with you to Crow's Nest Pass? Well, essentially, you know, all those gigs and all that touring, and we played every Saturday, of course, at his club at Healy's. Like, fuck all, right. It it just it it was it. I grew up there. Mm. Like it it the person I am today is because I got an education on the bandstand and yeah. not intellectually. I just literally was thrown into a frying pan and learned a whole bunch of material really fast and then stumbled my way through learning how to be in a band, how yeah. to be a singer in a band, yeah. how to, you know, and all of those things. And I, I became a musician and I became a grown up. There you go. And I became, yeah, like I have a, a value and a love of music that I never would have had if I had not lucked out and got offered that job. I don't, I don't know about luck. Let, let me let me ask you this, though. Did it feel did you ever feel like we all have our educations and yours sounds fascinating to me? And, and we, we, we all have our regrets with our educations as well. Right. Um, yeah, I always wanted to be like one of those people that went to university and like yeah. did music and got a right. degree and right i always felt like i maybe was lesser than oh yeah I didn't right do the academic group right. but at the right. same time i was like i learned on the streets like well, right, you know right. like that kind of thing yes. like i did yeah. i literally learned on yeah. a bandstand by yeah. making a lot of mistakes yeah. in front of audiences well and front of my boss and just being like that's beautiful that's beautiful but in a way yeah it was it was it was a beautiful it is it is in front of audiences you know and 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 as and i i mean i just admire that and i admire your what the what you said you grew up there in that in that time and and so do you did you ever feel have you ever felt like um oh i I'm in the room with all these heavy hitters, like uh, that sense of like every day. <laughs> yeah, every day, I guess. I, I was like, in like, a band with Drew Dureka for like right, right, right. Years, I was like right. every moment of my musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Systems, yeah. I was like, how? Oh, how do I get in the room with these people? I was in a band with so you know, Perlman. Yeah. Like how? Yeah. How is this happening for me? 
how, like, I just was like, I, like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah like, but how like, did did, I, how did I land that? I did you know. ever get over, do you ever get over that though? Like that, that shitting your pants over like, oh my God, like what, how the, how the hell am Not I really. in this room? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's man. Like, fascinating stuff, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, 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 it really is. I really was super, 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 super lucky and. And, you know, it was lucky also, I guess, that I just sort of was like, I don't know, I just got to give something a shot. I'm just going to give it a try and move to the big city, you know, as a kid. And, like, it worked out for me in a way. Yes, yeah. of course yes. it did. Is, yes. is, you know, like, yes. is it the career yes. necessarily? Does my life look? Here's a question for you. Well, shoot, now I'm interviewing the interviewer. This happened with Brandy Disterheft. Go back and listen to that episode. I won't be. I won't be intimidated. But I've seen this. I know that. I know that. I know that. And and so my thing is, uh, you could try, but I've I've seen this move before. It's not going to work. But go ahead. Go ahead. Ask ask (laughs) the question. I forgot my question. See, see, good, 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 good. You, you, no, it'll come back to me. What were we talking about right before that? Well, we were talking about that sense of like, it, it ain't luck, but it's just like you took a chance to go out to Toronto and it, 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 it evolved. It, you, you, you went there, you made the effort. And if, if you had stayed, say, yes, you, you, you did. You certainly did. And, and, and it paid off. Like it paid off in your unique way, only oh, for you. I remembered right? my question. It uh-huh. did pay off, but that made me go, here's my question. And I would ask myself of this, and I think this is mm-hmm. something I ask myself of mm-hmm. myself now, especially as I'm figuring out my new life, yeah. is like, how do how do you think, do you think, when you think back to being 20 years ago, your yeah. brain 20 years ago, yeah, yeah. does 20 years ago Richard Brain feel like where you are now? Like, does your life look like now what you thought it would look like at this wow. point? Like, and mine is like, no. it doesn't but it that doesn't necessarily mean it's it's good or bad it's just it's amazing to me like do you feel like you're like do like did you have a plan and then follow it exactly like i mean it ain't it ain't um that's a great question and i'll try to answer it like it it ain't uh it ain't it, it ain't like letter perfect to what i had laid out but it's certainly like ballpark like it has its moments of like, holy shit, what? And then like, yeah, I don't zoom out enough to actually try to even answer that question. Like, it's a funny question, right? Like, what would 20 year old Richard say to 40 year old Richard if he had to? It's like, yeah, wear brown pants is what I'd tell myself back then, right? (laughs) Because it's hard and it's challenging and (sighs) staying on any sort of path is like, is uh is a gift and a miracle in a lot of ways right and all of this is like yeah no i I, i'm super thankful i'm super thankful and the technology has uh caught up with us that we're able to even chat tonight through this miracle of of connection so it's like it's fascinating and and I, i mean have i continued leading a creative life yeah and yes. that's really that what I think I would have wanted to prioritize back then. And I, and I'm, I certainly am. So I, but I don't know. I hear you though. Like there are there regrets along the way. Yeah. And I've been kind of unpacking those with this podcast in a lot of ways, because it's like everybody, the thing I've learned is interviewing about 160 people on it at the moment. And a wow. growing, a growing number is, is, is this is like, we all have our educations. It could be that you 
quit school in high school and left, and I've interviewed people that have lived that life, or that, you know, you went to AMDA and did a year there that was life-changing and then went back to Calgary for a minute and then went to Toronto and met Jeff Healy and your life changed. It's like, and you you got that education and you grew up in such a unique way, and it's only you that did that. You know what I mean? Everyone's got their different paths, and I I really do appreciate it, you know? I really do. Um, it's yeah. it's totally unique. I've been dwelling on this a little bit that like we all kind of are special snowflakes, even though I hate that concept that we are <laughs> special snowflakes. Or we are all so unique in our experience and so, yeah. you know, so cliche in other ways too. But you know, it's 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 great, and I I you know I love it. So so yeah. So you 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 do time out there. You do real time. You do almost twenty years in Toronto, and that made you the you know you you had a radio show. You had I like so did. many things. I did a okay. lot of stuff. I was yeah. in my first film in the time I lived in Toronto. I got what was that? What was the film? Uh, Fubar Two. I was very Fubar lucky. Two. Yes, yes. My first time on camera. Oh I had a big role in a major release. And then I got nominated for a genie, which was yes. like a Canadian Oscar, which is now a Canadian Screen Award, the CSAs. Mm-hmm. But it was like all of that too is just so like wow. how lucky for me that I had friends that I did improv yes. with since I was okay. 14 years old who I'm off in Toronto living my life. I was working at Jazz FM at the time on my show, mm-hmm. Timeless. I was in there like editing my episode. Yeah. And I get a phone call and it's like, hey, we'd like you to be in our movie. And I'm like, Sorry, oh, wow. what? I'm like, you know, I'm a jazz singer, right? And and my buddy Dave and his wife, you know, were like, no, yeah, yeah we we do. And I was like, this seems too like what? And yeah. then yeah, it turns out they're like, yeah, just come and be in our movie. Like, how lucky for me? How and lucky? So I went not lucky I though. It's not. And then that yeah. um really opened up yeah. having yeah. um trying to or just, yeah. which I'm still trying to have yes. a career as an actor on camera because yeah. at that point yeah. I'd ever been only ever been an actor on stage which I still okay. love and that's where I come okay. from and all that but I was like wow. like how many people right out of the gate their first film job is like a big part in a movie jeez how lucky for me but at yeah. the same yeah. time and okay this is something I should have told you in advance is like oh this I just realized now when we're done like yeah. an interesting thing is like if you ask my friends who know me really well yeah people yeah. be like you I have the craziest luck like I will have like all these great things like who how in the right. like what, right. how did, but I have also really really terrible luck um was like so something yeah. really like physical like I'll, I was in a really bad car accident 2002 right before I joined Jeff's band like wow wow Really, okay. really bad. Long okay. recovery from that. Part of that recovery was him kind of saving me and bringing me back to Toronto and helping wow. me. Wow. At my first gig with that band, I had like 180 stitches in my body oh my still. And like, I had a fully reconstructed left arm. I Holy was like, like, I basically, yeah, I was in a Holy. very bad crash on the highway. Um, wow. Wow. Anyway, bad luck. That was bad the beginning luck. of my thing with Jeff. And then I was like, almost die in a car accident, get hired by Jeff Healy. Okay, so okay. when he hired me to uh-huh. actually sing in his band, uh-huh. I had left Toronto after doing meeting him and da-da-da-da. 
I was like, I, I was broke. I was like, I gotta go take a job for the summer in Alberta, working at the Dinosaur Museum in Drumheller, which As I love. We do. As we before. do. It's like the greatest thing ever. So I was like, I'm going to go away. And he was like, you're leaving. And I was like, I'll be back in the fall. I'm going to yeah. go work for the summer. Yeah. And that's when I got in my car accident. So when I actually got the call that was like, I would like you to be the singer in the Jazz Wizards, I was like in mm. traction. Wow. And like someone like Jeff Healy's on the phone. I'm like, what? Whoa. Brings the phone to me in like my mom's bed. Like, like wow. just like, and he wow. was like, I'm gonna fly wow. you back to Toronto. We're going to wow. put you in physiotherapy and I want you to Holy be the band. And that got me out of my car accident nightmare. And that's how that started, which I, I thought was like, it's wow. like, kind of a crazy story I haven't thought about in a while. Wow. Wow. Um, but the good luck, bad luck thing. So it'll always yeah. be. It's like, like, and it's always like an injury. <laughs> like I sustained some horrible injury, and then it's like, oh, by the way, we have a part for you in a movie. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> need to be. Like, that doesn't need to be the pattern moving forward. No, like, just, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So th- this thing about so, Fubar, though, I think is so interesting because those folks you knew. See, I didn't. And that's the thing that fascinates me is like that ain't no accident. That ain't no luck. Like you've known those folks, all those yeah. guys since you were fourteen. And that's yeah. really, so I you've maintained relationships. You've maintained these relationships. Well, yeah, they're still like my family to this day. Like, all, like I, we're all friends of like 30 years. Like wow. we all grew up together on stage in front I of I don't even want to know. Improv, playing theater sports, yeah. like getting the harshest education. I <laughs> don't even want to know what a foobar hang looks like. It, does it look like anything? Like it's f- pure chaos on screen. Does it look like anything? Does it involve the same amount of hot tubs and fire and <laughs> no? God damn, it's no, off the hook. We're all pretty like chill, eh? When you well, well, when, the, when it's like not recording, David Emmanuel or it's North Darling, like they're all actually that's great, just, like super intellectual, very. Oh, I like to hear that. I like to hear that the most. Like, I like to hear gosh, that the most kind people, of. They're like. Poor Dave, like people want to shotgun beers with him so bad. It's like he's a father. <laughs> great, 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 great. No, good. good. He's not yeah, it's good, so good, fun. good, good, yeah. good. I love that. I love hearing that the most offside kind of comedy <laughs> comedy is actually pretty calm when 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 and it's not recording. You know, that's yeah. that's how it should be. I mean, Just but like it's super super smart people. Good, and, good, and you're like, still doing stuff. Dead. You're still doing stuff like it's it's airing now well, on SwearNet. That's all credit to. Yeah. I have nothing to do with that. I'm just lucky that I keep getting asked because they're like Ooh. anything Fubar that's happening, including the new show TNT Fubar, which yeah. hopefully everyone should watch on SwearNet. Brett, Brett the um, Hitman Hart. With Brett the Hitman Hart, yeah. How fun was it to get to work with Brett? He's so nice. But all that to say, like <laughs> any of that has nothing to do with me. I'm lucky that I keep getting invited to be part of this. Ride. Isn't it a nice thing though? Isn't it that a nice thing in your life? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm in yeah. awe, of my friends. What's like, your I character's know. name? What's your character's name in that show? Uh, Trish. Isn't it Trish nice that you get to be Trish? Trish? Has an Instagram. Yeah. It oh, is- yeah. It's nice to ha- get to have another. Yeah, Giver underscore Trish is uh, amazing. Trish okay, I gotta follow and, Giver underscore Trish. Um, please do. That's amazing. Giver Trish and Trish and Tara's Instagrams are very different. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun yeah. to have you be you. It's fun yes. to have an adult show. Yes, yes. Not you, where you get to have all your bad behavior and yeah. get paid. Yeah. 
There you go. There you go. The most horrible things you've ever wanted to say. But yeah, it's a really fun outlet for me because you are living the dream. I get to just be Trish's pretty outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. This new show is about Terry and Trish. So it's it's really a huge opportunity for me. Mm. I'm very grateful Mm. that they Mm. would trust me with like my part got bigger, you know? Yeah. 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 Part two to this. It's like, yeah. Wow. That's great. That's so cool. talk about being scared shit you know that kind of thing is like oh my god can yeah. i yeah. but to be given the opportunity i see a thread here of, yes to go yes. make jokes with your best friends that yeah. you've known yeah. along in the world like yeah honestly the days that i'm like i wish i was had money and i wish i had all the things that other people yeah. my age yeah. who didn't live their lives that artists have like the yeah, days yeah. That i'm yeah. like boohoo yeah. Yeah. I want a big house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at my door. Who I want yeah, a yeah, car yeah. that isn't 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Like that stiff, I go, yeah, but like how many of those people got paid to make jokes with their buddies? Like, Amen. 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 I feel honestly, that's why I'm like, Richard, I wow. I've had the worst, but also the best luck in the world. Like, there you go. I am the luckiest human being. Like, I got to do the most fun and still get to. Like, I really, it's not over. (laughs) No, 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 it ain't. It ain't. And I I love it. I love, I love, I love your outlook. I think that is perfectly said the way you put it. You know, it's, yeah, you don't want that, that boring stuff. I'm not, and not to say that some of that stuff might not bring some people happiness i don't want to uh, I, I don't want to judge i don't want to judge well you fubar folks sure do a, a nightmare oh. <laughs> with the fucking hot tub i don't know about having a hot tub actually maybe you shouldn't have one you shouldn't have a hot tub <laughs> oh like a big hot tub under my big i have a giant willow tree in my backyard wow. gorgeous wow. huge tree my fire pits under great, it and great, one great. of those like like old bathtubs turned into with like a wood fire underneath like a hit like a hot tub like so like look, the, like by the river, like one of those would be. I get scared hearing you about a fire pit under a willow. Isn't that like a fire thing? Isn't that a fire hazard? What? Well, no. The way the tree um, opens up, it's not like right under it. But you're gonna it's light like, this this mammoth tree on fire. I could. No, see it. I would never. No, no, no. I love my tree so much. Like yeah. I can't even tell Sounds you. Like a there was a yeah. windstorm. Because it's very yeah. windy. So here's a fun fact about Crozen's Pass, other than the Frank Slide, which is the most famous thing about the pass. Also, you of all people, you would love this. Okay, Richard. Okay. Crozen's Pass has yeah. Canada's longest running community orchestra. Oh shit. It's in my town, which is why you have to come here and you have to oh, meet my, God, my friends who run this the longest running in the history of Canada. Okay. Well, so, well, you know, you know what'll you get go. me out there. We'll do a, we'll do a collaboration with them. We'll you have to... have to do it. Oh okay. my gosh! Okay, Richard, okay, you, you're inspiring me. Introduce you. You're inspiring me. This is um, so I thought you'd love that. Wow, interview. wow, wow! That's beautiful stuff. That's beautiful stuff. Um, oh my I'm god! So happy. look, we're 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 yeah, getting I, we're we're getting to the end of our time, know, Tara. But but let, no, no, no. You do you do not do not apologize for being you. Um, what, where, where, like, where, where are you going with your, so you're building this stage. Where yeah. do you want to go with it right now? Like I, you're doing FUBAR still, which is awesome to have that in your life. What, what's on the horizon uh, for you? Hopefully there'll be another season. Um, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Gotta watch the show. Watch, please watch season. Please watch. It's on, it's on Swearnet, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Through the so trailer hopefully. park boys. That's really cool. 
Yeah. But so in the, in the meantime, until I find out if I have another acting job, you yeah. know, or until yeah. I, you know, keep also working on other stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, this summer I'd like to launch my little stage with just some, some Calgary and do a couple little concerts and get the couple town folk out. And I have three fire pits, light them all up, <laughs> some chairs out, got the stage in the little back corner of the yard. Wow. Um, it's really adorable. And then have like my, my landlord is my neighbor and he's like super into it. He's like, mm-hmm. yes, have concerts in the yard. I was like, yes. Yes. That's how, like, that's so, it. Do you think you could build a stage? I thought he was going to be like, what? He was like, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> I like, wow. Yes. I mean, you got to document the, the building. You got to document the building. Well, of it's that already stage. built. It's just you built platform. it. Oh, wow. Just, wow. My buddy Eric Amber built it for me last wow. summer, but I was like, I want to do concerts. It's just a piece of wood. Well, not just a piece of wood. He built me like a... Is that a stage name? Very heavy. Eric Amber? Eric Amber. Amber, no, okay. No, that's his name, yep. Cool. Yeah. Well, I wish you the, the best of luck with, with that oh, and uh, and the community yeah. orchestra. You've definitely piqued my interest. Uh, at some point, we'll cross paths where the crow's nest passes. <laughs> um, what do you want to go out on? Let's Let's play a tune... I'd love to play your I'm So Lonesome, but we didn't play anything from your 20, 2009 release. That was my biggest record. You put so much effort into that record, eh? You hustled. That was that you. That was why I didn't buy it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you put a lot. Let's let's play something from that record. What You you sent me smoking. I was lucky my... again to get yeah. John Schrute to produce that because I met him wow. doing Donald Cafe. And I, at oh. the that tour, I was like, will you produce a record? He's like, oh. And then by the end of the tour, he was like, okay. I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Your yeah, work. John your is work... amazing. That's He's... cool. Yeah, I love let's, that. Let's play. Let's play. Um, smoking my sad cigarette. Oh yes, yeah, that's a good one. Drew Jarecka, the the uh, uh, string quartet arrangement that's on it. So there's a beautiful, beautiful stuff. Quartet. Yeah. All right. I get. Well, I guess we'll go out on. Um, we'll go out on that now. Here's what we'll do. We'll go out on that now. I'll yak for a little bit, maybe burp. And then, oh. and then we're gonna play at the end. I'm also gonna. I also want to play this. I'm so lonesome. So we'll, we'll play. Here's smoking my sad cigarette. Now let's play it. While a dream is dying, there's a Baby crying Somewhere in the house above Lord, the night is lonely When you sit with only The ghost of someone you love Looking out the window Smoking my sad cigarette Seems like someone knocking And you stop your rocking But it's just the window blind Oh, the night is haunted when you are unwanted, your heart goes out of its mind. 
Thank you so much. This was very generous of you for uh, that was we just heard smoking my sad cigarette from the 2009 release. Give me what you got. Um, Beautiful recording. Please check it out. You you could find all her music on Spotify. Where else can folks learn more about your work? One or two of my records are on Spotify. Yeah, both of them are. Uh, um, iTunes is really where I know for sure that um, my three records are there. Yeah. And um, all the very best this year. Uh, thanks for doing this. It's, you've been, I've been wanting to speak with you for so long. Keep up the great work. Keep healing out there in the forest. Stay safe, too. I worry about uh, falling stuff, falling things out there, you know? Well, if you scroll my Instagram, you see when I smashed my face into a tree really hard. I almost fell off a cliff, and I rolled oh, and hit Come that. on. Anyway, that's just life in the forest, man. I love Thank it. Thank you so much, Richard, for having me. Um, like, 
Yeah, that was what so a joy. Like, I can't um, even, like, who doesn't want to talk about themselves for an hour? Like, you what just, you're, you're, you're the like, Hank Williams that you're doing there. This oh, oh you ramble on. What's that Hank Williams project? We're gonna go out with. I'm so lonesome. What a beautiful it's version just of it. My buddy Jay Danley from the Hot Kids Computers yeah. and I we're reconnecting and we're trying to just we're just oh. picking tunes and he's like sending me tracks and I'm singing stuff and we're just making art for the sake of making art. These are just releases we want to just record songs and then i might make great take, well, who knows but so it's just we okay. want to make some music for the art of sake of making music so, so you're sharing that's that. like a file a, a file sharing project basically he's in toronto and he's in caslo bc living in wow. the mountains he, yeah he left toronto oh wow and then he's in bc now so um fuck i love yeah, it yeah, so we're like, let's just make songs like we used to do every Friday night in my loft after we'd played the Rex, you know? There so you we've, go. we've been having a lot of fun, and he sent me that beautiful track he made with it's Andrew It's so Frost, charming. And he's yeah. like, can you just sing something on the front? And I was wow. like, okay, yeah. Wow. You know what? I mean, isn't that an inspiring thing that we get to still stay? I'm super thankful we get to talk here, but I, we get to stay connected creatively and share files and all this stuff. It oh. it really is a nice time in in the history of making things, you know? Yeah. And it's so much more accessible to everyone and it's allowing yeah. so many yeah. more people to be creative and to have their creativity put out in the world. Like, I love that we can just record these tracks and yeah. release them and it doesn't have to be, Oh, this and that. And we need, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. just make art and put it in the world is kind of go. where Jay or, and I are both at. And it's like, let's okay. just do stuff for fun right now that's like, jay danley so this is uh jay danley and tara doing i'm so lonesome uh i could die i andrew could cry i'm so and andrew frost on the but i'm so lonely i could cry i'm so lonesome i could cry i'm sorry i cut you off but i'm hey, so lonesome i could cry well there you go i'm not this ain't no radio show i would have fucked that up <laughs> andy frost here it comes now i'm so lonely i could die <laughs> tara hazelton all right, take care of yourself. Thank you so much, Richard. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill Sounds too blue to fly The midnight train is whining low I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen a night so long when time goes Crawling by The moon just went Behind a cloud to Hide its face and Cry Did you ever see Robin weep when leaves begin to die. 
That was Tara Hazelton. Thank you so much, Tara. Um, What a pleasure to speak with you. And thank you, gentle listener, for getting behind the podcast in a big way. Um, The big news I was promising you at the end of last year is coming soon. Lots of fun things to share with you. I'm chomping at the bit. One of these days, one of these episodes, I'm going to start sharing stuff with you so thank you for supporting me let me know what you need more of what you need less of 
First off, go to terrahazelton.com to learn more about Tara's body of work. And um, yeah, go to friendlyrich.com to learn what I'm up to. And we'll see you out there soon, everybody. Stay safe. And thanks again. Bye.